welcome to a special Cellar Dive episode of... Brutal Battle. Yes, if people remember, uh, this is a second one because we did a Cellar Dive episode about ten episodes or something ago, uh, somewhere in that area. So, uh, we're doing this again. We're giving it another shot because we had a lot of fun with the first Cellar Dive, didn't we? And we have a lot more beers to work through. <laughs> and we definitely have a lot more beers that we can work through. So, this is necessary to get my stockpile of beer worked down. So, uh, hopefully everything's good. Well, we're always working against each other. I am thinking we're going to get the stockpile down so we have more room in that closet. Carlin thinks we work it down so he can buy more beer. So you can replace the open slots. Right. But, in all fairness, you have also been buying beer as well. In all fairness, my beer supply is not as big. 1% 1% of your beer supply. I, I view the beer is all shared, though. So, you're at least half at fault for this. I don't know. Yes. Except when I go to drink a beer, and then you're like, you can't drink that one. You, nope, you can't drink you gotta that wait. one. Because you gotta wait. <sighs> but this this anyway. episode, these Cellar Dive episodes aren't just to get rid of stuff, but it's also because... There were so many beers that we would just have sitting, and we're just like, it's going to be for a special occasion, and it's got to be the right time, and then you just keep holding it and holding it, and you just never drink it, and then it's so old, and then it's not good. So this has been part of, we're just going to get them out, because at least they're on the podcast. Uh, What we think of them and how they tasted will be recorded for posterity, (laughs) so we could go back if we miss them and listen to the episode, so, you know. So anyway, uh, with this, you know, there's no extra information, really. We're just going to do the beers and analyze those, and hopefully they're good. Uh, Two are ones that I chose, and two are ones that Rebecca chose. So we'll get into it. Let's go. Uh, So the first one I chose, and this beer came from Kyle Norman. Okay. Uh, I actually won this. This was some time back. Uh, I won it in one of the uh, prizes for one of his games. I think it was a Beer Me Bro, or it may have been, uh, there was another game that he did that was kind of like a, like a, you got three hints and you had to figure out what brewery it was. It may have been from that one, I don't remember. One of those. But I won this from uh, him, but I know he got it from someone else, I don't remember who he got it from. But at any rate, this is a Jester King beer. Uh, Jester King is out of Austin, uh, Texas. And I know you and I have only had one Jester King beer before. That was uh, La Petite Prince. And I don't remember. Well, we had it a bunch of maybe four or five Thanksgivings ago. Uh, I had gotten it because it's like just a nice, easy farmhouse ale that goes really well with a meal. So, But this is their Das Wunderkind, um, and it's a blended Saison. So from what I understand, it's basically kind of... I think it's tart, like a tart farmhouse ale type deal. So, and it is uh, ABV on this. It's in a large format bottle, 4.5%. Oh. So we're starting low. So let me give this a crack. There it is. Pour it. I'm really excited because I don't, I haven't had a whole lot, like I said, of this uh, Fester King stuff. And... I've only heard good things, so hopefully this lives up to it. Just pour a little bit. All right. And we're using our special, super special nice glasses that we got from our first Saver event that we went to about two years ago now. Um, those are like this, the ones that have like a wine stem and they're, you know, they don't have a 
rolled lip. So anyway, okay. So we're going to try the Das Wunderkin. So let's okay. take a look at it. What's it looking like? It's yellow. It's a little hazy. Yeah, maybe a tinge, like a titch of orange to that yellow. Yeah. It's like a slightest orange. Yeah, it is hazy. A lot of carbonation. There's a lot, like a pretty decent white head just sitting on top. Super small bubbles. That's one of my, I'm like not digging on all the like super carbonated beers. I know. we ha- Actually, recently we've had a decent amount of really carbonated beers. And it, I don't know, it does kind of suck. But I think maybe it's just one of those things I'm like really picking up on now but that's really for me can make or break a beer you know yeah. it has to have the right carbonation hmm. this smells like Britannomyces yes, it does. it's got a lot of brett funkiness to it what else do you get out of there i'm getting like a little lemon peel yep definitely it's it's got a little bit of a tart snap on the nose mm-hmm. but i think it also smells pretty crisp it, it does it does yeah Anything it's else you can pick yeah, up? I mean, it's kind of just a couple, like a one note type nose for me. It does sound like a very uh, kind of typical what you would think of when you think like tart farmhouse ale with bread. So, so it I smells t- like. I just took my first sip and it tastes just like that. It's good. It's drinkable. It's easy. It's over carbonated for me though. think the carbonation's too much i think it's okay yeah like i said i think i'm just get. i'm just like really super sensitive to yeah it. i think on this one maybe you are uh recently we have had ones that are some beers that are really super just, carbonated well, this past weekend we had the breweries uh what did we have that was the it was a sour oh the wiki wiki tart by the brewery well brewery teru yeah I couldn't drink that. Oh, that was yeah, it was really carbonated, but it was a really good beer. It was, too. I know, it and, was really and that's good. the thing because it was really, really good. It just it was just well, not but enjoyable. but the other thing is one thing you can just let it sit in the glass for a yeah. while, and a lot of the carbonation will just naturally come out. The other thing that I know some people do is you just pour it back and forth between glasses, and that'll work the carbonation out faster. So, just some things you can do. But um, so this actually, I'm gonna see if I can figure out when this was done. Okay. This is this was done in May of 2015, hmm. so it's almost two years old. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a decent funkiness to it. Almost, yeah. there's almost a little bit of a band aid note on yeah. the end of it. Now you said it's a blended saison, so that's well, like let, what? Let me read it and figure that out. Uh, the notes on it is using the old world method of beer decoupage. Young, dry hopped wild beer is blended with mature beer aged in oak barrels. The blend is then allowed time to develop unique flavors and aromas that only wild fermentation with native yeast and bacteria can achieve. Unfiltered, unpasteurized, and 100% bottle conditioned. And here's the thing when you get bottle, con- when you do bottle conditioning, I think that a lot of times can lend itself to a higher chance of getting overcarbonation. Mm. But I don't I personally don't think this is overcarbonated. Yeah. Super easy beer. I think maybe I'd like a little bit more of a tartness to it, although maybe that was there like a year or so ago. I'm not sure. Um it's a decent funkiness, like I'm good. The funkiness almost goes to the threshold of where I'm good with funk. Um, I feel like if there was a bit more, I might, I might be like, eh, this might be a little too funky, but 
It's good. I'm surprised to hear you say that because yeah. I feel like you really like funky beers, and I don't think this is all that. Well, I think it's well. I think there the, the bitterness in the beer is combining with the funkiness at the end of this the flavor, and maybe that's what's really doing it for me. Yeah, making I me mean, think that's a little too much. It's okay. It's enhancing the bitters is enhancing the funk. I mean, it's it's an okay beer in my mind. I like it. It's super easy. I mean, it's a, it's I'll a drink super it. easy beer. I wouldn't like seek it out though. Yeah. Really, really super easy beer. I like it. Okay. Uh, it's a decent start. Das Funderkin by Just King. All right. What's our next beer? This one's Rebecca's. Okay. It is Founders Fruitwood. Not spelled F R U I T. Yeah. F R O O T. Um, it is cherry ale aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. And founders out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And 8%. Okay. 8%. And it was bottled just two months ago. Yeah. I was going to say it had to be pretty recent because we picked it up like a month or a month and a half ago. This is the only beer out of what we're having tonight that we got locally. This is the only one, because we do have founders now. Um, I'm, I gotta be honest, I'm not that excited about this one, because I think I remember, maybe about a year or more ago, having a uh, founders beer that was done in maple bourbon barrels, and not really liking it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't anticipating liking it, I just thought it was something interesting to try. I hope to be wrong on this. But you also don't like cherry. Uh, I mean, I like cherry notes in certain things. Like I, I like ch- like good cherry notes in um in like Scotch ales and Doppelbox things like that. But you like the can- like the candied cherry. Yeah, yeah, more of like a sugariness, um, or or like a decent tartness. I don't like actual cherries. I love cherries. That's just like me and bananas. I'm the same way. Like I, I like. Actually, I'm opposite. I like actual bananas, and I don't like banana in things or banana flavors. Yeah. Okay, so, well, it is weird. a beautiful color. Yeah, it looks super nice. It's like, it looks like a rosé wine, almost. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like a, Really? A blush, as some people yeah. might know it. Yeah, well, it's Slightly darker, but... Yeah, because it looks kind of red, but kind of orange-brown yeah. mixed in there. So... I don't know, it looks nice. It's got some big bubbles just sitting on the top. Very large. Whereas yeah. the Das Wunderkind had a lot of very small bubbles that made like a thick coating on the top. This has very large bubbles and it's not a, a whole lot. So, what do you smell? Um, it's almost, it's a tie between cherry cough syrup and like a cherry Jolly Rancher. I feel like it smells cherry. I don't know if I could say it's cherry. I think I'm just saying that because I know it's in it, but it, it's like a it's a, definitely a fruity note. And someone's car alarm is going yeah. off in the background. People <laughs> can hear that. Um, I I mainly get like bourbon to it. I get that bourbon. I get a bit of that kind of like oakiness. I get a sweet quality on it, like maybe like a little brown sugary. 
Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't think I would pick it up as maple. Yeah. You know, just like a sugary kind of caramelized yeah. note. I am like really torn. It, you know what? I feel like maybe I'm getting like fruit cake. Okay, I can see where you're getting that, but I don't like brown sugar and the candied like dark fruits. I don't know. I'm kind of torn between really liking the nose and it also making me want to vomit. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I get more of the bourbon and that oak character more than anything, which is fine to me. I just don't get any of the cherry, which is actually probably fine for me as well because I'm not so huge on cherry. But hmm. I'm not sure what to make of this beer. So I take it you don't really like it. I mean, I don't love it, that's for sure. Um, I think it tastes kind of like a, a cherry Jolly Rancher. I do think that, but it's a little medicinal too. And at 8%, I don't think that's coming from the alcohol. I think it's just, it's this thick. Yeah, I just don't know. It's thick. A little stringent too. Cherry ale aged in maple syrup. I don't like those. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's got that cherry Jolly Rancherness, but it's like a really watered down cherry Jolly Rancher with some cough syrup. I think your initial perception of the nose of it is very similar to what it tastes like. When you said cherry Jolly Rancher and cough syrup. Yeah. I think there's a lot of that. Can I even get I get a little bit of that like caramelized sweetness that I was talking about, like a brown yeah. sugarish. I just feel very perplexed by this beer. I mean, it, it has a lot of layers of flavor. I just don't know if I like it. There's a there's an overall bitterness that goes through the entire taste that I I don't really think I like. Like if it was at one point throughout the sip, I'd be okay with it. Like if it was in the beginning or at the end, but it's it layers over everything throughout See, the flavor. I don't, I don't really get, like it. I don't get any bitterness. I almost, this is almost like too sweet for me. I mean, it's, um, it could be a good like sipping after dinner, like cordial type beverage. Yeah. As I keep drinking it, um, I'm getting more of like an oak coming through for it, uh, from the barrel, but it also, um, I, I do feel like this could pair pretty well with chocolate. Mm. That chocolate might kind of help this beer out. Well, that kind of goes with my dessert. Like, mm -hmm. it is like a dessert. I huh. definitely think chocolate could help. I that don't know. Out. I'm glad we tried this. Well, I, I still have oh, some whoops. left. <laughs> I was just trying to rinse my glass. Yeah, I went back for more because I was like, I just don't know what to make of this. I can't say I've ever had a beer like this before. It's um, just very different. Yeah, I, I do feel like it's, even though there are some different notes on it, I feel like it's a little bit similar to Founder's Blushing Monk. Their raspberry... No. Yeah. It, it's, it has similar qualities. If you strip away the, the barrel character, it tastes very similar, except that was raspberries and this is cherries. Well, Blushing Monk is really sweet. Yeah, very sweet. And that was like a 9%, mm. so it was even a percent ABV higher than what this mm. is. Okay, maybe. 
Okay, moving on. Just saying. I'm hoping, well, these last two should be good. These last two should be good. They better be good. <laughs> so, in summation, not huge on this Founders here, this Fruitwood. Meh. I would not recommend it. Das Wunderkin, okay. Looks good for what it is. Decent, good. Um, Depends on what you're looking for. I think I mean, it's well put together. I would say the same for Fruitwood. Like, it depends. I mean, yeah, for what I mean, it is. I don't know. I don't even know if I would say that. I don't really like it that much. Well, Just I mean, like, I didn't really like it all that much. But for what it is, again, it's not my. It's not your go-to. But for what it is, I. You can respect it. I can respect it. But I do think there should be more bourbon notes. Yeah. And do you get any maple on there? Well, I think that's where the sweetness is coming from. Maybe a little bit. But anyway, okay, moving on. I can't pick it up out as maple, though. It's kind of pointless. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. It's not Moving fair. on. Um, so the next one was uh, my second choice, which was the... It, uh, this is by Three Floyds. They're out of Munster, Indiana. And this is their Wig Splitter, which is a coffee stout. Which what I understand is it's, it's the base of its oatmeal stout with coffee added. Mm. But they're just saying coffee stout on the bottle. Uh, it's a 22 ounce and... They um, uh, made this 7.7%. 7.7. 7.7. Yeah. And the artwork on it is pretty cool. Yeah, they usually have some cool artwork. So this isn't like Imperial Coffee Stout or anything. Just Coffee Stout. So adjust your expectations accordingly. And we shall see. Now this one was, like I said, the, the Founders was the only one we got locally. This one I ordered online through Beer Temple, Chris Quinn's Beer Temple in Chicago. So, Craft Beer Temple. I think it's just craftbeertemple.com. Um, and you can order online if he ships to your state, if that's okay. allowed. So, anyway, the Wig Splitter Coffee Stout. Dark. Yeah, it looks like stout. Can't see through it. Uh, maybe a tad bit around the edges. Brown. It's got a beige head to it. Some large bubbles. Hmm, there's something on the... What is that? A lot of coffee. For me, I'm not getting coffee. I mean... Are you getting something I'm else? getting, gra- like, grainy malt. Okay. Are are you... Is it coming off maybe a little bit like sunflower seed husks? I could... Yeah. Like, some yeah. sort of grain. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I there's definitely a multi notes, but it's more of like green that I'm getting. Like maybe spent malt green. Yep. Mm-hmm. That kind of smell when you go into a brewery. Yep. Yeah, I could see that I'm on not, the end. I'm not getting much coffee to be honest. I get a lot of coffee up front. All I'm getting is that like green. a super roasty super roasty coffee up front and then right behind that I'm getting some dark chocolate with a little milk chocolate as well. Smells good to me. Yeah. I like the smell of it. It smells like a solid coffee stout. Yeah. There's something kind of odd in that. I'm telling it's this it's that grain. Yeah. I'm not I'm still not getting a lot of coffee, to be honest. I get the coffee. The coffee's it it, it doesn't taste like great coffee though. This is this is kind of a um, a critique we had recently of another beer that had coffee in it. We were like, the coffee doesn't taste like it's very quality. Like this is this is kind of the same thing. Like the it almost tastes like maybe because I know you said it like it's 
oatmeal. Like if you just take yeah. like a handful okay. of oats in your mouth and grind them up. Okay. I also feel like it's giving off a little bit of an ashy taste. Um, although, honestly, as I take a few sips and then sit and don't drink anymore, coffee is building on my tongue, the, the residual coffee flavor. It's really, dr- um, for me, it's drying. Mm-hmm. It is. Actually, as I keep sipping this, the coffee becomes more and more prominent. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how this warms up. Although that's that spent malt grain that you're talking about is pretty perceptible. Oh, I feel like that's kind of all I'm getting with this, to be honest. You get a lot of that. And it comes off a little bit like sunflower seed husks. Like, if you ever, like, chewed sunflower seeds, when you, you know, you can just taste the, like, those husks getting soggy in your mouth. It's kind of like that. Hmm. It's not bad. It's not great. I do get a hit, like, in the middle of each sip. I get a hit of, like, a milk chocolate. That's pretty nice. Yeah, like I said, I'll be interested to see how this goes warming up. Yeah, it might warm up really well. But, okay. Gosh, that, be- that beer... Hmm. Underwhelming. That beer potentially... I don't know. That beer's not that, that old. Maybe it's a year old, almost. I don't know. Which could have something to do with the flavor, because they do. people do say that coffee sometimes falls out. Of beers that have it. This is why we shouldn't sit on these beers. Well, that's why we're doing this. Well. Why are we doing it? This last one doesn't have a lot to. It doesn't have to be that good to be the best beer so far. <laughs> this is true. This has been a tad duddish. Uh. Alright, rinse my glass out. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and introduce our final beer. Uh, which should be a really good note to end on. Well, even if it's not, I just have such fond memories and like emotional attachment to this beer. Um, it's the Tough Love by Crux Fermentation. Which we have talked before about before. And we've been there before. Yes. Um, it's their barrel-aged Imperial Stout. It's the, their Imperial Stout brewed with blackstrap molasses and spices aged in bourbon barrels. It's 11.5. Oh, I didn't see the 11.5 on there. I researched it ahead of time because I didn't think I saw it. And it was bottled in Bend, Oregon on 10 9 15. Yes. And if people have not heard it, you can go back and check out the episode where Rebecca was talking about how she met the owner of Crux at yeah. Saver of this past year and that... Um, she was professing her love was, for yeah. Tough Love then. Get this in there. It's a wax top, so. Oh, oh no! Son of a bitch! Wax top with a cork. Why would they put a cork under there? You bastards. Alright, I'm gonna go get a. Maybe wine you opener. should take it over the sink. Nope. Oh, Jesus. Nope. This is from the same man who's like, don't drink coffee in bed. You're going to make a mess. The what? The same man that what? Says, don't drink coffee in bed. You'll make a mess. Okay, well, that's, I mean, coffee's going to stain. And this is just like a table. Coffee can stain, or the beer can stain and make the table runner and the carpet smell. We'll see about that. Okay, so here we go. 
I'm using a wine opener. Hmm, no problem, right? Oh man, how mad would you have been if it started like fizzing, or if the yeah. cork dropped in it? I'd be pissed. Yeah, because this is our last one too. Yeah, we've had a few tough loves over. Ooh, I almost <gasps> oh knocked it over. Gosh. Ooh, that would have been horrid. <laughs> and this was a Christmas present. Yeah, from uh, your mom, right? Yeah, Dawn Bowling. Thank you. Although she probably doesn't know that I like this beer more than you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. This is my Christmas present. Why are you why are you drinking it? I know when she gave it to you, I was like sweet. Jealous. Oh, you knew that you would end up drinking it? Alright, let's break it down. Coloration. What Dark. you would think for an Imperial Stout when you swirl it around in the glass, legs. It really sticks to the side. And I feel like I need more. Very dark brown head to it. Although there there isn't a ton of head. And the bubbles are very large. So, well, you pour yourself a decent amount there, pal. Yeah, mine was just a too <laughs> small of a sample. All right. Oh, all right. I'm going to let you take the lead on the smell oh, and, uh, man. and the like flavor. It's like bourbon, vanilla. Oh, like dark, creamy chocolate. Yeah. Unless it's a combination of like the dark and milk chocolate. I can perceive that molasses in there. So it's, and it's probably because I know it's in there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to pick it out. There's a particular scent that molasses has to it. But there's a lot of barrel character on the nose. A lot, a lot of bourbon coming out. I love this beer. A lot of, a lot of that oakiness, the vanilla, like you said. Like when... When you say, like, you love a beer and you want to put your penis in it, what would I do? Stick my boob in it? I don't know. Or, like, pour it inside yourself. (laughs) I don't know. Choose an orifice. Whatever you want to do. All right. You can first sip. Okay. It's not as good as I remember. However, it is damn good. Well, batches do vary. Um, For me, I like this because it's just so well-rounded. Like, the... Barrel doesn't like overpower the the notes of the imperial stout. What are you doing? There's a weird flavor on this. There's a weird flavor that's a little wet dog. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Which you know what that typically comes from? That that happens in wines, and typically it's because you have a cork. That has grown bacteria on it. Mm. They call it being corked. Now, this is a good reason why you should not use corks uh, for wine and certainly for beers. Because you definitely don't even need it for beers. Um, I think this beer is corked. Yeah. Not extremely, but slightly. I mean, I think it's still drinkable. It is still drinkable, and as I keep drinking it, that goes down. Yeah. Like, my perception of it goes down, but it's still there. I mean, it's definitely not as good as I remember. And again, it's hard to know if it's my memory or... Well, I think it's the fact that it's or, corked. Yeah. I mean, it's... I still think it's the best beer we've had. It's, it is it is still good. You do get a lot <laughs> of that bourbon character, and you get a lot of sweetness from it. You know, the, the bourbon-y uh, carameliness, the... That vanilla, the oaky quality yeah. to it, a little bit of that chocolate. 
Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm just a sucker for bourbon barrel aged stouts, but I do mm-hmm. think this is good. Um, need some bitterness on the end. Hmm. This is a weird tasting. Yeah, this didn't at all go the way I kind of hoped or planned. Very random. Very odd. Very random. Hmm, I have a sneaking because we started recording a little on the early side, so we would have many hours to drink. Mm-hmm. I have a sneaking suspicion we're going to be dumping some and opening others. Well, uh, you want to extend this right now and uh, throw in an additional beer? Oh, is that what you wanted to? <laughs> I mean, we can. We can. Yeah. Because I mean, fruit wood. I don't need to drink more of. Nope. Wig. The wig splitter. Yeah. Wig splitter's okay. Yeah. I, it's just really hard for me because as a woman who struggles with watching her weight, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I want to use my calories Okay, on that. I mean, we can leave it and, I mean, and just see how you feel. But It's just hard when I, I know I have a basement full of other delicious beers that would probably be well worth my calories. Agreed. Well, all right. So here's what we're going to do. Um... You want to finish off what you got? You want to pause this? Mm-mm. Oh, you're just going to leave just it keep going. I'm just going to grab something right out of the fridge, and we'll chuck it in there. You're five. Oh, this is going to be weird. <laughs> Why is this going to be weird? After this? Well, I mean, you drink some water. We'll figure it out. It'll be all good. I thought you were going to put this one in to begin with thought about it which is why i went to it right now because it's a good try to save the episode beer hopefully gosh what if this one is this what if this one sucks well then it would just go with the motif all right so what i have picked as our surprise fifth beer uh this is a special release by union brewing they're out of baltimore they're very local to us we've talked about them here and there And this was given to me by uh, Jason Evans, who is a listener and uh, overall nice guy, home brewer, makes really good home brews. And this is the uh, Older Pro uh, by Union. Now, they do Old Pro, which is their Goza, which is a really awesome Goza. And this Older Pro is a special version, which I think they did a few special versions of the Older Pro. Uh, This one is a mango-style Goza aged in white wine barrels, and it is 4.5% alcohol, so it's low. So, yeah. here we go. That's a 16-ounce can. Love Old Pro. Yeah. Love, love, love Old Pro. Great beach beer, great bath beer. I've had one in the bath before. There might be a lot of carbonation on it for you. <laughs> Damn you. Yeah. What beer? Oh, I drank a nugget nectar in the bath last week. Yeah. Okay, so... The coloration on the oh. older pro mango white wine barrel aged older pro. Very it's like, super hazy. It looks like urine. Uh very dehydrated urine, yes. It looks like my urine. It's very hazy. Um there's a decent white head to it. Yeah. Oh man, it I'm getting such Lots of mango. Lots right? of mango. It's so mangoey, but it also smells like a salty yeah. tart goza. Yeah. See, the thing with mango, for me, it's a mix between citrus and a little piney. 
Yeah. You know, it's and I, get a, I was going to almost just say pineapple. Okay. I can see that. Oh, so good. Yeah, mango has a very distinct taste and smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I could guess it if I didn't know what the beer was right now, but I can. I feel like I can smell the influence of the white wine barrel. I'm yeah, assuming something that's... like Sauvignon Blanc, because it's yeah. more of like a clean acidic. But it smells del- it smells delicious. It smells very good. Cheers! All right. Cheers! Because hope, hoping this is great. <laughs> it's good. Pretty damn good. That's tasty. So much mango, right? Mm. Oh man, it's juicy. Old Pro is good, but this one is much better. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's softer than regular Old Pro. Well, it's probably the, the barrel the aging. The barrel yeah. aging, yeah. No, definitely. Because the wood kind of brings the, the tartness or the sourness um, down. Yeah, I really like I mean, I like Old Pro a lot, but sometimes when I have it, it like... Just makes the sides of your tongue tingle with that hardness, and it makes you salivate a lot. Yeah, um, this doesn't. this is just more well-rounded, soft. Um, so much mango. I get a, a decent amount of that saltiness. Oh, I get a little is... bit of like a of a lemon snap to it with with the uh, sourness. Mm. This isn't a beer I would this drink on a snowy day, but we are. <laughs> this is an outside picnic type beer. but Yeah, when we're recording this, it's in March, and we just had a bunch of snow in March randomly. Um, mm. This is good. This is really good. Yeah, this is really good. Uh, big, big, big thank you to Jason Evans, because I know he waited in line for a while to get this. This was a at-the-brewery-only oh. release. Thank you, um, Jason. Yeah, thank you very much, Jason. Really appreciate it. This is a stellar beer. This is really good. Saved it. Save the podcast, right? <laughs> Save the podcast. Save the podcast. So obviously, um, I would rank Older Pro as my number one here. Yeah, it's All right. very good. It's so just like finessed. We know that Older Pro is the winner now. Okay. So rank the rest of the beers. Go ahead. Okay, so Older Pro, tough love. I still really like it. I mean, the whatever may or may not be wrong with it isn't enough to not make it better right. than the other ones. Right. Um, oh, then I guess I'm going to have to go to the Wonderkin. Das Wunderkin. Das Wunder, yes. Like a true German, Das Wunderkin. Um, then I'm going to have to go Fruitwood. Okay. And then the wig splitter, just because that, like, spent screen malt was just yeah, yeah. too much. It was just one note for me, unfortunately. I understand. Um, actually, I'm just going to go the exact same with you. No kidding. Yeah, the obviously the older pro, then the tough love, then the Das Funderkin, then the Fruitwood, then the wig splitter. I think you're... Sorry, wig splitter. You're dead on with the... Spent malt grain flavor being a little... It, it kind of kills a lot of it. It makes it kind of earthy and kind of meh. Uh, but it's not terrible. Like, I'll still... I, I honestly will still drink it. I, I do like the hits of coffee I get in it. I will not. I think the fruit would... I will also not drink more fruit. Well, I don't I, know. I respect what the fruit wood's trying to do. Yeah. I, might, I might have a little bit I more. I want to drink another it. sip just because I am just so intrigued by this fruit wood. 
I'm just going to keep sipping on this Mango Older Pro, which is the shit. Mm, that's so good. The shit. And the mango gets even more pronounced as I keep drinking it and juicier, which is awesome. I wish we could get that. Like, I wish they could just do that. Yeah, just like release it in liquor stores so you oh. could get it instead of having to wait in line. That blows. Yeah, that'd be nice if this was just available. But Old Pro is usually available, and that's awesome. It is seasonal, though. So. Old Pro is. Well, because, I mean, I don't know. I only want to drink it seasonal. I don't want to drink yeah, it year-round. Yeah, I hear you. Warmer climates. Yeah. Or in the bathtub. Yeah. Because it was hard the other mm. day. Damn. What was it, two weeks ago? I was taking. I was going to take a bath, and I'm like, I want a bath beer. Bath, beer, and book. The three yeah, B's. The three B's. And then I was like, I need something light to drink. And we don't have anything because we don't keep, we try not to keep a lot of hoppy beers in the house. Yeah. We have no hoppy, we have one hoppy beer right now, actually. I was going to say absolutely no. We have one. It was like the only thing I could go to was Nugget Nectar, which is great. But I it's was good. like, I like it. <laughs> what I really wanted was Dogfish's Sequent Jail. I was like, that's mm. what I really want right now in the bath. This is a good beer. Um, so your second thought on the fruit wood, real quick. Growing on you a little bit. It is actually still not that good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured. Yeah, I feel like the Vunderkin and the fruit wood might be equal in my mind, just because the carbonation in that. Ugh, I think I Das Vunderkin is definitely better than the fruit wood. Definitely better. I just find the fruit wood to be so interesting and different, like. Not many people have done a beer like that. That for me, I find that to be interesting because it's like more out of the box. Yeah, I agree, and that's part of the reason that um, I don't know if I should rank it higher because of that. But that—that's why I rank the Fruitwood a little bit higher than the than the Wig Splitter because everyone does coffee stouts. You know, like not everyone attempts the what the Fruitwood is. So you know, I understand what they were trying to do, and they. They did something, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, um, didn't go the way we thought, but hey, older pro by Union really saved the saved the day here. Thank as you. I burp, thank you, Jason Evans. Thanks, Jason Evans. Damn, you saved this podcast, this episode at least. <laughs> anyway, thanks for going on this adventure with us. Thanks for being a part of this adventure, Rebecca. Yes, and hopefully, cellar uh, dive number three when we do it is much better. Yeah, I mean... Our first cellar dive was way better. Yeah, well, this, I mean, who the, the This is the pros and cons of... Keeping beers. Beer and drinking beer and keeping well, beer. Well, that's true. Just getting beers that you've never had before and yeah. holding on to them. That's two like, aspects. Is it going to age well? Is it not going to age well? Ooh. And I'm calling it right now. That Tough Love is still good, but it could be what it should be. If you don't put that damn cork in there, well, because I... there's a little bit of bacteria that grew on that cork, and that beer is corked, and that's I don't understand why you would even do that. It doesn't make any sense. <sighs> well, now I need to see if my sister can send me another one. Yeah, I know. Well, at least we got that kind of hookup, so that that's good. We got the hookup. We'll get some more. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening once again, and please remember to keep it brutal.
This has been a Nerd Circle Podcast production. 